How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. And uh, this season, I have with me uh, Pete McCall. How's it going, Pete? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? And I want to say hello to all your listeners. Absolutely. I'm doing great. I'm sure they're all doing great, too. Um, Pete, tell us about uh, your new book you have. I think it's on available on Amazon. Yeah, and I think any book is available on yeah, no, thank you. The book is Ageless Intensity. And as I mentioned, that's really been been my focus as I've gotten into into my 40s. I was at the I was working for the certification organization for ACE and I started reading this was in the late 2000s. And what was interesting is before in the 90s, all the research on high intensity training, not all, but the majority of the research on high intensity training was done in the context of sports, how do we make athletes stronger, faster, more explosive? Well, as as high intensity protocols became more popular in the 2000s, you had CrossFit becoming popular, you had other modalities becoming more popular. There's a shift in the research literature about well, is high intensity exercise good for the average person, and what type of what what is high intensity? It, it was studying. It's like okay, we're seeing people do this, we're seeing people get results, and a lot of times in research, the chicken you know, the chicken are what people are doing in the gym and the egg are the researchers trying to understand, okay, what's happening? How's that affecting the body? And, and so what started happening in the mid 2000s, mid to late 2000s, is you started having more research published on the benefits of high intensity training, whether it was high intensity interval training or high intensity strength training. And I started noticing a correlation between a lot of the benefits of high intensity training also are what could slow down the aging process. Because like high intensity training will 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 stimulate production of growth hormone and testosterone. Mm-hmm. Both hormones help promote the growth of muscle tissue. Well, a couple of studies were posted looking at men in their 40s and 60s and saw that men in their 40s and 60s were able to elevate their testosterone at the same ratio as men in their 20s. So it's seen various studies like that kind of come out and be like, okay, start putting the pieces together and realize, wait a minute, as we age, we should be doing this high intensity exercise because according to these pieces of research here, here, and here, it's showing that it can, that even whether you're 45 or 25, your body will produce more testosterone in response to strength training. So I yeah, started paying attention to the research and, and was like, you know what? And then also the other thing too, man, is, hey, as a, as a Gen Xer, I have friends who are my age, I'm, I'm 49 right now, I have friends who are 50 and 52 that have half pipes in their backyard. These guys still skate, but now they skate with it. But now they skate with their kids. And my one buddy is 52, and he's popping six to eight foot airs. He'll post video of himself, you know, popping, you know, popping skateboard airs. And you go down, you go to the skate parks here on the weekend. I, I have a BMX. I have a 26 inch BMX bike. I go to the skate park or pump track every now and then. With I'm not trying to get air. I just try to carve. Yeah, and what's sure. funny, I mean, but it's so fun to do it. But you go to the skate park, man, before 9 a.m. on a Saturday or Sunday. And it's all dudes my age with with you know gray hair, a little extra weight around the belly, but they're still getting up. But they're still getting up early and getting in there before all the kids get there because they want to shred. And that's who that's who I write for. I write for those people in their fifties and sixties who want to keep mountain biking, skiing, whatever their thing is, and they love to exercise. They just want to know, okay, is exercise safe when I get this age? Yes, it is. That's what the research is showing us. And two, how do I structure a workout program that allows me to participate in my favorite activities? That's what I try to write it for. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, 
let's uh let's go back to the the hit training you know i think a lot of people think high intensity training the only thing they've seen of that is crossfit and the crossfit games so they're they're a little standoffish on you know starting a program where they add that in there but you know i it's definitely not you know to the extreme that you see on tv you know it's basically just timed intervals take your time but you're just pushing yourself for intervals of time uh can you uh, elaborate on that and kind of the style that you, you're putting your clients through and what you're writing about yeah and that's a here's the thing it's never i never look at a program a format a piece of equipment it is never that it's always the application right any type any type of exercise is going to hurt you if you do it wrong yeah. it, almost any exercise can hurt you if you do too much of it so that said i never look at crossfit has received some uh negative negative light because of, of the high intensity it's never the program it's the coaching yeah. Good CrossFit coaches know how to scale the workouts and keep and, and challenge their participants and keep their participants safe. So I am always a big proponent of a good, well-run CrossFit studio because they know how to do it right. They scale the they scale the workout to be appropriate, and they never let they would never let me do stuff that I wouldn't be capable of doing. That's what a good studio will do. So I'm going to say that right out there. Yeah. And my in my experience, and this is my experience only. Those people who were coaches or personal trainers before CrossFit came along or gotten a CrossFit later after being a coach and a personal trainer tend to make much better CrossFit coaches than those people who just do the weekend came up to the training. Yeah. Only, well, only doing CrossFit. And, and it, if all you know is CrossFit, if, if the only thing you, if you're, if you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail and it's not that CrossFit isn't a valid education program. It can be, it really is. Um, but being a trainer, having that external experience, allows people to watch movement you have a different approach to watching movement so but the main thing is if you do any program right wrong it's going to hurt you if you do any program wrong it's going to hurt you if you do a program that, that's complicated and has some technical requirements like crossfit it's much better to find a good coached well coached well operated facility and follow their progression and not try to do more than you're capable of doing but that can be one of the ways that that actually yeah you automatically slow down the aging process is getting into those high intensity workouts two or three times a week and understanding that on the other days you just do lower intensity stuff. You don't need to, that's the thing, when you get into your 40s and 50s, we can't smash our body every day with a wad. <laughs> Not a good idea, no. You can do it two or three days a week and get a really good crushing workout two or three days a week. But the other days should just be easy, just be movement, mobility, get the heart rate up a little bit, but not get out of breath. Yeah, and that's why I really do believe in the, you know, especially for high intensity exercises to, to go to a, a gym or a class or hire a trainer, at least starting out, because it's so much more involved and different and a little more wear and tear on your body um, than just, you know, YouTubing it and trying it out on your own the first time. It's way better to, you know, get a professional, make sure, you know, doing all your checkups and everything, make sure you don't hurt yourself. And then, you know, if you want to start doing your own thing, you can too, but it's a lot, yeah, a lot harder i think than normal circuit training well it's it's a lot harder and, and having that professional there i mean i mean look i like that idea of if you're relatively new or you're trying to get back into into exercise go to a studio for three to six months and spend a little bit of money and that's the thing it's your body it has to, you only have one body that's going to last you 80 to 120 years and actually i was speaking with a doctor recently who who specializes in longevity he thinks with some of the stuff they're coming out with, and this is fascinating. I'm not, 
I'm not sure how it's way above my pay grade, yeah. but he thinks some of the stuff they're coming out with, with epigenetics and, and looking at the genome, he thinks 150 year lifespan is possible. So that's all that to say for your listeners. I mean, that just is, is what, what I heard from uh, a guest on my show is that we could live to 150 years. That means we need to a take our fitness very seriously and b start saving more money because <laughs> that means that's going that's going to change the game of retirement significantly. Um, keep but your that, mind going. You're going to have to work longer. No, but yeah, but that but that's the thing, right? Is that staying fit though gives you the ability and the opportunity to do that? Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I always thought 120 was at least in my lifetime. You know, if you're fit, you know, thank God I'm in this industry too, or I have a chance of hitting that, but. Going past that 150, that's that's crazy. But it's, that's a, you know, it's kind of like setting it. it's kind of like setting goals. I'm looking at right now. I want to get to seven. I'm, I, I turn 50 next year, and then I want to get to 70 relatively injury free. And and then it's like then once I get to 70, I'll reevaluate. But I plan on doing everything I'm doing now, strength training wise, mountain biking wise, everything until I'm at least 70. And then and then once I get to 70, I'll reevaluate and. And that's maybe when I'll get the the pedal assist, the electric mountain bike. There you go. <laughs> I'm not going to tap out. I'm going to give myself 20 years of uh, give myself 20 more years of pedaling before I tap out for an e-bike. Yeah, maybe that maybe then you switch over to have virtual reality in this metaverse go, and you can do it all on online, injury free. Yeah, I think if we get the metaverse that way, I'm not going to be focused on exercise. But it's a whole different <laughs> yeah. podcast and a whole different conversation. Exactly. Well. Um, Pete, uh, what's what's the best way for some of our listeners uh, to get a hold of you? You got a website, social media? No, I live in a cave. I I am a hermit. <laughs> um, yeah, no, thank you. No, my website is Pete McC- Pete McCall Fitness. I blog um, for myself as well as blogging for clients. And then the podcast is all about fitness. And what I try to do on all about fitness is is I've been a fitness educator for a long time, as you heard in the beginning. And I want listeners to understand what they're doing to their body when they exercise. So I try to interview researchers. I try to interview people like myself who, who write the programs. And I really want people to, I try to help people understand how exercise is, is changing the body from the inside out. And more importantly, how we use that to enhance our quality of life. So, um, and then the book is Age, Ageless Intensity. And in Ageless Intensity, I, I write about how high intensity exercise in particular can allow us to live longer and be able to enjoy our life longer yeah and also just so listeners know, i'm going to try to start doing uh my goal is to get my um get my skydiving license when i'm in my 50s so when i have a little bit more time a little bit more freedom no i want to be i want to, i've always wanted my skydiving to get my skydiving card so i can start jumping out of planes and my plan is on doing that in my 50s oh that is awesome i am deathly afraid of heights so i will not be joining you on that one <laughs> um and uh, all, all my listeners know, I'll put all the uh, the links for Pete in the description for the podcast. You can just click on it, get to his podcast. Uh, definitely check it out and uh, check out his website. Um, Pete, thanks for uh, jumping on the show with us. I really appreciate it. Hey, thank you so much, Brad. And I really appreciate the conversation. I really appreciate the information you're putting out. All we're trying to do is make the make the world a little bit better place, one drop of sweat at a time. So appreciate your efforts. Definitely. All right. Thank you. Thank you.